This podcast is brought to you by Two More Reps Coffee Beans. Get your two more reps with this natural pre-workout. Buy your bag at twomoreps.com.au. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Paul's Body Engineering Podcast. Today we bring you episode number 82. And I've got a very special guest with me today. She comes all the way from Perth via Zoom. Um, Natalie Harnden is a client of mine who has been with me for nearly five years now. Very, very uh, wonderful uh, lady who has put in a tremendous amount of work to recently compete on the bodybuilding stage over in Perth and have tremendous success. Now, her story hasn't always been um, that of a uh, bodybuilding mum. She used to be what she would call skinny fit. And this is why I wanted to get her on the podcast because she came from a health and fitness sort of history of what the old stigma used to be in regards to lots of cardio and low calories. Now, She eats more than most males, she looks amazing, she lifts incredibly strong, and she's winning bodybuilding shows. So without further ado, let's get on with the podcast. Hello, Natalie. Welcome to the podcast. How are you going? I'm good, Paul. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. We were just talking off air about the the extremes, but you've been in Perth and you've got hot, sunny weather over there, and I've got wet, humid weather over here. (laughs) Hey, look, I don't miss that Queensland weather. I know, you are a Queensland girl, but you don't miss it, do you? Not at all, not at all. That's nice over here at the moment. Oh, I bet it is. All right, well, um, I wanted to obviously get you on as we've spoken about about and talk about your history with health and fitness, your history with nutrition, um, and obviously then your more recent bodybuilding uh, success as well, which is very cool. Yep. But um, just briefly introduce yourself and then take us back to where sort of your exposure to, to health and fitness came about and then obviously your, um, I guess, you know, interpretation of what you believed that to be and then what you followed okay. from there, if that makes sense. No, it sounds good. It sounds cool. good. Well, I'm now 33, getting into the 30s. Uh, I've got two young two young daughters, so five and two at the moment. Yep. Uh, we currently live in Perth, but uh, we do move around a fair bit. So um, this is our current home. I like to call myself a stay-at-home fit mum. Uh, I don't work at the moment, so um, my life revolves around me going to the gym. Yes. And, um, look, I've been working with you since I think it was, beginning of 2017 so yeah then that was when you were back in queensland too wasn't it yeah back in the good old emerald day emerald (laughs) that was a good good part of life there absolutely um yeah that's where it all sort of started and that's a bit about me Um, Mm -hmm. so going into i guess where i've started my fitness journey look i was always a sporty kid at school and was big into my tennis Yep. Um, yep. So that's where it sort of started there. And then once I got into my 20s and was going to uni, um, I started going to the gym and I was just doing my own thing. I didn't have a coach, uh, yep. which was painful there. And look, my focus was on, like any girl, legs and abs. <laughs> and 
do not give me upper body and I stay away from those deadlifts and everything because I did not want to be bulky. Right, but, right. Uh, not for me. I was wanting to be skinny and toned. That's uh, the good old 20-year version of myself now that I look <laughs> back. <laughs> and, look, each session uh, I went in and like, I was following, uh, well, back then it was magazines, maybe a little bit of social media, I can't even remember, mm-hmm. and creating my own little workout plan and it was uh, a bit of accessory or leg stuff here and then more abs, a little bit of leg, more abs. And I was trying to cram so much into each session but and not focusing on like one or two muscle groups. Okay. Um, and just trying to, yeah, go for that hour, get it done. And then on those other days, I, I just did cardio because it's what you did like back then. It was that cardio in, try and burn the calories and – did you try and give yourself targets on the, on the doing those calories? Were you trying to chase a, a number? Um, oh, look, I didn't have a heart rate monitor or anything. So no, but even on the machine? Did the, did the machines back then have the numbers on? Or are we talking? Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. they did. Oh, I can't remember those numbers, but look, as long as I got a sweat up, yep. I felt like I'd done a good burn yep. and I ticked the box for the day. I'd done my exercise yep. and I felt like I had achieved something. So, um. That was probably it from a fitness perspective. I look, I tried the fitness classes. I had fun. I enjoyed yep. them. But, look, it didn't give me the body composition goal that I thought they were going to. Sure. Um, but, uh, again, it was just a matter of staying active. Um, but, look, I had these goals and I did, they just weren't coming. Right. I was just not getting anywhere with the games. But then I look back on the nutrition style that I was going back then and I had that old mindset that – I had to be in this calorie deficit and then I had to have this low low body fat percentage in order to be able to to have muscle. But hey, I, I didn't have the calories, so I couldn't I couldn't build that muscle. And I this went on for a long time. It was having it hammered into my brain that I just had to not eat. And that was the way that you just maintain the skinny version. And but I was doing so much damage to my body and mm back and I just like the calories I wasn't properly tracking but if I look now compared to what I was what I'm been eating now since working with you yep you want probably a thousand to twelve hundred calories wow I was chronically underfed and under eating yep I was scared to eat those carbs and so therefore I wasn't getting the fiber into my diet so my digestion system was copying it yep uh, didn't hit protein. I was scared to eat protein for some reason. I just don't know. I was young. I was uneducated. Yep. So um, didn't hit that protein target. So how was I going to create muscle if I was not refueling the muscle? So, yeah, absolutely. Um, that's probably, yeah, where it all sort of started until I met you. And then you changed my whole outlook on nutrition and how it linked to the weight training. And if you don't feel the fire, so fuel that metabolism, how are you possibly going to, to build the muscle? So, mm. um, and, hey, look, doesn't the body respond when you feed it? So it I, does. surprise for me. There you go. <laughs> Absolutely. So, t- so uh, during, during that time of obviously doing a lot of cardio, a lot of legs, a lot of abs, and then not eating much, talk about that experience. Like were you 
um, feeling really tired and lethargic all the time? Did it impact you physiologically? Like, did you have any other, um, you know, symptoms in regards to just under eating? Yeah, definitely. As I look back, I constantly being that underfed, I was jeopardizing my health in a big way. Yep. And I remember some of the key things that, um, I now look back and notice that I wasn't listening my listening to my body back then, so I was sure. ignoring all of these Yep. Um, looking back now, I can see that um, my sleep was poor. I okay. was waking up once, twice, three times, if not, and I was going to the pantry because I was hungry. Yeah. I, wow. Okay. It, uh, yeah, I was constantly nibbling in that kitchen and even if I was staying over at friend's house, like I did, my best mate will advocate for this, but I'll look, Nat's gone to the pantry to find the cookies. Wow. Um, have that glass of Milo and she knows who, who I'm talking about there. Yeah. Um, I was notorious, the, the midnight snacking. Yeah, okay. And, but I didn't know any better. Yep. I uh, just couldn't sleep, so I was finding myself in the pantry. Yeah, right. Um, Naughty Nat, that was that was a big one. <laughs> Naughty Nat. So, how did you feel? How did you feel about how you physically looked? Like you said, you obviously weren't getting that that, that definition or the body composition that you your goal was. But how did you feel about that? Like, were you just chasing a the rainbow that wasn't there? Yeah, and look, I was chasing the skinniest version of myself, the skinniest okay. I could possibly be. Right. Uh, without. Yeah, going over the top, I guess. Um, but definitely the skinniest version of myself. I wanted the flattest stomach I could yep. possibly get. Um, and so I was looking at myself side on in the mirror. How flat could I get? What else do I need to do? I um, like I had this little voice in my head that was like, I need to gain the muscle, but I was scared to scared to eat to do Good anything and watch, yeah. what, and watch that scale weight increase. I was on the scales every day. Yeah, right. That was my only form of measurement too. Like now after working with you, like the biofeedback measurements that we do when we always look at compared to the old mindset, which is, yeah, it was the scales. All we do was focus on those scales. That that would be, was that obsessive? Like you had to see that number every day? Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. If it went up 500 grams or even a couple of hundred grams, I'd, I'd be... Well, thinking about it, so yeah, okay. Oh <laughs> uh, so, man, so un, so uneducated. I just well, that's it. That is true. That is true. But how how so? How did all of that impact your headspace? Surprisingly, um, not detrimental. I I guess I probably just I didn't realize I was I was in deep like I was in deep in these. It was, I was just, yeah, in deep thinking about it all. Um, but I was still enjoying life, okay. no doubt. I was yep. happy. My mindset was happy. Yep. I was still cruising through and still enjoying myself. I wasn't, um, didn't have any negative thoughts, yep. surprisingly, um, okay. which is good. Yeah. Um, but it was just um, looking back now, just being so uneducated on what I was doing to my body and I wasn't mm. listening signs like my hormones were also another thing that was way out of whack okay um, my cycle's very regular um yep. which i've learned a lot now since working with you that um obviously if we're extremely low body fats how that affects our hormonal levels absolutely um 
which also, like, when it comes to time, trying to conceive. I didn't, wasn't as easy as what I thought it was going to be either. Yeah. Because I was so low in body fat. Um, probably not all of the account, but, you know, it definitely, definitely played its part in it. Absolutely it does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah wow. So um, we met when you were up in Emerald and I think you were participating in some boot camp um, challenges back then, if that's correct. Yeah, yeah. A while yeah, ago now, it's like five years. Yeah. 2017, yeah. That's yeah. Um, I had just moved to Emerald after living in Salt Lake City. Okay. And um, I had a little... She would have been probably 12 months, 18 months, my first um, daughter at that right. point. So we were going to New Beginnings, which um, was a home-based uh, uh, personal training studio that Haley had built that allowed us to have our kids around us. And yes, yes, that's right. Yeah, weight-based fitness classes. They were really good. I went four, four days a week. Yep. Um, and... I was having a blast. It was a it was a fitness class. My friends and I were doing it together. Yep. And um, I remember Jen, she's one of the personal trainers there. I think you work with her. Jen I West. do. Yeah. Yep. And I remember talking to her about it. I'm like, oh, I just, you know, I'm not growing. I just want some more muscles. You know, yep. like, where's my muscles? And she goes, Nat. Well, one, you need to do progressive overload. You can't just sit there and sit on the same weight for one. Two, you're not pushing yourself. There's no sweat. I can't see any sweat on you. <laughs> you are the biggest chatterbox in the class. So you need to be <laughs> a big mum's catch-up. So you do plenty of work on your jaw. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I was having a great catch-up. <laughs> so light bulb moment there. Yep. Um, that obviously, yeah, you need to work hard. You need to push yourself. Uh, and you need to yeah, work on that progressive overload and start to lose yep. heavier weight. I was scared to do that because I, it was this fine line between wanting to grow, but I didn't want to become bulky. Like, yeah, of course. That's an old mindset too. Yeah. And um, I didn't want to be this beastly chick either. So. <laughs> it's, it's still a thing today. It hasn't gone away. Hey, Women still no. think they're going to get massive by lifting weight. I know, I know. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Look, we're still trying, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so not true. Easy. <laughs> and it takes time. Right? Yep. It's not this quick fix by any means. You're not going to get that body overnight. Um, but anyway, so then, you know, life in Emerald was great. And we, I think you and I found each other because Hayley started working with you, the owner. Yeah. Um, and then she brought you in to help with what the 12-week challenges that she was doing. Yeah, yeah. I think I was doing the nutrition side of things for a few clients. Yeah, yeah. I remember and watching her because she'd had just had a, another child. Yep. And just how amazing her physique started to change and what she was doing. And she was just a great role model for us all to go, what are you doing? I want to be a part of that. You know, yeah, you know? right. And um, I think that's when, yeah, you and I, I signed up to you during her one of her 12-week challenges. Yep. And, um, yeah, then, then a bit of education started. You know, it was the big change to my nutrition outlook. So no more no eating, watching, you know, eating these little tiny meals of stuff and then yep. going to the pantry at night. But, so um, we looked at 
you know, what, rebuilding my metabolism up because my metabolism was obviously so low, wasn't it? It was. It was. Well, when you sit on sort of, you know, 1,000 to 1,200 approximately for a long period of time, it does tend to underperform because that's what it's used to, yeah. you know. This is all you give it, This is all the fuel you're putting on the fire, so the fire's not going to be very big, yeah. That's exactly right. So, uh, and then we started to increase the calories and I was <laughs> like, oh, can I do it? Can we do it? <laughs> <laughs> what do I do? But, hey, within a few weeks, I was just like, wow, feeling some extra energy in the gym. There you go. What is this stuff? I haven't had this before. So. <laughs> <laughs> that was really cool. Oh, if only um, more people knew. <laughs> only more people knew. Hey, you got to eat. you got to eat. you got to eat. <laughs> Um, so then, you know, up towards the end of our time in Emerald, like I, I continued working with you and then I changed my mindset working with Jen and we did a bit more pushing, progressive overloading and I yep. decided to dip it a little bit more. Yep. And uh, unfortunately I had to tell my friends, I'm like, look, we're going to have to chat after class because currently <laughs> I'm not going to do it anymore. So. <laughs> um, and, yeah, look, and then that's when um, I started to see some body composition and I was looking in the mirror and I'm like, oh, look, there's some delts there. I can yeah. do that. And there's asset muscles and, yep. oh, yeah, no, this is fun. Let's keep going. So, um, yeah, I think that's how we sort of, we sort of started then. And, uh, and then, you know what, so you started helping me with my metabolism. We were yeah. able to think about our second child. Yeah. Wow, yeah. how was that? There you go, make it healthier and you've had a baby. Yeah, make it have a baby, why not? Yeah. Hey, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so then, yeah, the ears came along, we moved to Perth. Yep. And then you um, dangled with the carrot going, oh, no, what about some uh, doing a comp? <laughs> <laughs> I just threw that lure out and. <laughs> yeah, see how it would be taken. <laughs> I, I had no idea. I had yeah. no idea what, what it was and I was like, oh, geez, you know, what is all this about? So um, I remember taking Ryan along to a comp because he he wasn't into it at all. He's like, yep. why would you get on stage in a bikini and show everything off? Yeah. And um, I remember taking him. We went to the ICN here in Perth and then also the INBA when it was here. Yep. And both of us were like, Oh no, you could do this. You could really there you go. give this a go. Yeah. And I'm hungry for it. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. That's so great. Ryan's Ryan's attitude towards it changed pretty quick. Totally changed. And look, I will be totally honest here. Um, we both went in and changed our mindset. You look at the athletes on stage, the women and the men. Yep. And they're not. It's not about the sex appeal at all. Yep. And that, that was huge. I You walk in and you go, no, like, look at her glutes, look at her quads. And, or what a piece of art, isn't it? A piece of art. And it was just in the biggest applause and appreciation for the hard work mm. they put. Go on stage and just show off all their hard work that they have done over the years. And to go backstage, like, I remember you telling me that, go backstage, yeah. have a look, see what it's all about. Yep. And 
it's his own team community. It's and everyone is just supporting everyone. There is no well, I didn't see it in all my time competing. Um, yep. No ego. Any bad any bad blood or any yep. you know, bad behaviour, which was great. So and I'm sure I'm sure it's there. Yeah. But I, I didn't yeah. see it and I was yep. it was probably the very minority of it all. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. So let's let's fast forward then to, to your recent season. Obviously, we, we we spoke about you competing a while before you did it. So you gave yourself plenty of time to prepare, not only physically but mentally, and obviously from a health perspective as well. How did you feel, given your history of obviously you know doing lots of cardio and being the skinny girl and that sort of thing, and then then getting on stage with muscles and effectively well you won several divisions didn't you oh yes yes um look when you and i did that did the off season so we committed and was like right well i'm gonna be sending me we've got to do a decent build season before we get on stage and to reverse reverse my calories up to as high as possibly we could get to in between the the time frame and that was hard to gain watch the scales go up and Watch the measurement measurements increase, but I, I was feeling good. And Kelly was there for me, and we were chatting along the way. And she's like, "Just trust Paul, trust Paul." <laughs> yeah, she's a good egg. I, yeah, she's a great egg. She yeah. helped me all along all that way, the build phase, and then going into the competing part of it too. So, um, yeah, and then we. Then the comp prep started. I was surprised when you said 28 weeks. I'm like, Jesus, this is a long time. This is like, yep. what's going on? Um, but, hey, there was definitely a method to your madness in going for that long because yeah. we needed it. It's it's important to to have that time and not do it aggressively and do it healthy. Correct. And, I mean, I knew, like every, you said, Kelly said, look, it's going to be hard. But it was definitely harder than I thought it was going to be, more from mm. a mental perspective than a physical perspective. Yep. Um, just having that extra commitment, dedication, being a hermit. and um, How did you find that, just on a side note, like the, the, the lack of social interaction? Because I know you like to have a glass of wine with the girls. You and Ryan like to have a glass of wine every now and then. So taking that element away for six months, was that quite challenging or did you, you didn't oh, find yeah. it too bad? So at the start I did because it was such a habit on the weekend on Saturday. I remember you actually messaged me once and said, oh, can I have a glass of wine? <laughs> I was right at the start too. And then I was like, I remember my second text being, well, what about a vodka soda? What's a vodka soda instead? And you were just like, no. And then I remember you texting me. You did it several times throughout the comp. Yep. Sending me these peachy peach emojis. Like, yep. do you want the glutes? Do you want to get on stage? Like, you cannot do this. And it was exactly, it just brought me back. There you go. But it got easier and the craving went away. Yeah, okay. After a little while, the craving went away. Like, food wasn't a motivator. You could have put a pizza in front of me, fish and chips, which my family did regularly have through the whole comp prep. Because we didn't obviously go out for dinner because it just wasn't worth it. Um, sure. At the 28 weeks. And we used to regularly, like every weekend, go out for the dinner or breakfast just as a family. It was our thing yep. to do. Um, so we just went back to takeaway. Um, but that was fine. Like, I food wasn't a motivator for me, but if someone opened up, 
glass of bloody wine in front of me. Yep. That was tough. So um, I definitely still had to have my wine glass and put my soda water in it. So <laughs> uh, to help the mental state get through that. But uh, look, to talk about the whole competing process, it was a blast. I absolutely loved it. Yep. It took a village. People said that you needed the support throughout it. And I think like even on your recent Q&As that you've had, that was my major thing to, to tell others that were going through it. Your partner's got to be on board with you. Yep. Um, friends and your family. Not that you have to, I guess, uh, explain everything you're doing to them, but they need to understand so that they're not making it harder for you in some ways as well. Yep. Um, so it was important that I, that I helped my friends along with the process and um, to make that a little bit easier for them. But I intently made sure I did season B, especially here in Perth, because the Perth winter is absolutely terrible and it's cold and it's wet and it's yep. windy. And so no one goes out. So it's easy to become a hermit and not socialise actually for that six months. Um, whereas I don't, I give it to those that do season A to do it over the summer. Yeah, that that's hard. Be. It is hard through Christmas and yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, I give it to your your um, athletes that are doing it. Good on them. Yeah. So, uh, I think, but look, not once I ever want to throw the towel in, I was committed. That's good. I was focused. It was, and having, like, with your team, is particularly. Like Shah's along the journey, Michaela. Yep. Um, we were all in regularly chatting, even though I was over this side of the I country. was about to say, even though you're in Perth and they're over here in Queensland, that relationship's still built on a similar yeah, path, didn't it? Geographically, it didn't matter. We were all in it together. We were all going through similar emotions. Again, yep. Kelly, Kelly was there helping us along yep. um, to make sure that we kept along the path. So um, just kept to the routine, just didn't change up the routine. Do the gym, do the steps. Yep. I didn't. The posing probably was the harder part of the the experience. Yep. Um, I made sure I, I did it every day, either after doing a training session at the gym. I only got confident to do it at the gym towards the end because everyone right. looks at you, you don't strut your heels up and down. Yes. Um, you sent me a few I, videos I of you in the gym doing that. I was like, yes, I can yeah. actually do it here now. I feel confident enough. There you go. But, um, it, that, that takes time. Like the, I remember you telling me start right early mm. to do that. That made a huge difference um, to my confidence to be able to do the posing. And, oh, 100%. Um, yeah, using Deb and using Moni along yep. with that. Um, they were great in teaching me and all the tricks of the trade and what to do. And Deb said towards the end, she's like, you're just overthinking it. Stop overthinking it. You've got it. Now rock it. So. Yeah. Get out there and do it, and that was um, that, that was, was what you did. What I did, yeah. And look, and then the first comp was ICN, and I feel I'm I'm so sorry about the time difference because man, that oh. was a late night for you. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. No, I didn't care. Uh, yeah, no, I was. Yeah, you know, I was, was devastated that I couldn't be there, so at least I could watch it. Yeah. You know. Hey, look, you tried bloody COVID. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> so how so how did you go first first show and you you oh I can't even remember you 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 pretty much placed in everything didn't you? I think I placed in everything. I did place in everything at the ICN. Yep. It surprised me, but um, 
I had a great support team behind stage to help keep me in focus as well. Yep. And I had you, we FaceTimed a lot throughout it all. Yep. Um, so we did first timers and um, which I think I came fourth and then um, swimsuit, I came mm-hmm. second. I with that one. Yep. It was, great, it was great, great to place in them all. So, and then um, fourth in the tall open. So that was yep. cool. And uh, fifth in the mama. But I learned a lot from that first competition, that first weekend, going yep. into the second end competition. Absolutely. Um, so, like, it was an extremely late night, ICM, but um, surprisingly the adrenaline just kicks in and mm. we had those lollies and chocolates and all that fun stuff. <laughs> all the fun stuff. Yeah, all the fun stuff. So then, um, yep, second week of prep, we did it. Um, no worries. And then... Um, yeah, YNF came around. It was fun to be in their first comp. It was yeah, great absolutely, yeah. Uh, and yeah, the competitors. We all had a blast that day. Yep. It was so much fun. And yeah, I had a few wins. You had a few yeah. wins. <laughs> How good was that? We yeah, had like three wins, didn't you? Four. Three. Four. 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 Yeah. Four, I think so. First in the swimsuit. First in 30 plus, first in Mama. No, three. And then third in the open. Oh, yeah. Um, and then you did overall as well. You went to the overalls. You got into the overall. Three of us in the overalls. How good. First season yeah. you make an overall. I, <laughs> I, that's, I, it took me five years to make an overall. <laughs> so you've done well. <laughs> Thank you. <Yeah. laughs> And look, one of my biggest memories of it. So my five-year-old was in the in the um, audience watching as well, and I could hear her scream out, "She won again!" Yeah. Oh, Em, you're such a sweetheart. How Sorry. good? How good? Yeah. That brings up a good point. Like, how how did your kids take the whole prep, and then obviously the experience of you being on stage in you know obviously next to not a lot of clothes. Like, how did you explain that to them? How did that whole period go? Uh, so uh, really well. So yeah. um, going through the prep, like I said, with the support team, it was a family goal. So we were all on the journey together yep. um, and I found it was actually really good. It's a really good sport to demonstrate um, to our kids in terms of setting goals, sticking to them, committing and not yep. quitting. Yep. Um, and then from a body perspective, to show us that our bodies are worthy and to be happy within it, within ourselves and uh, to show our physical and mental strength to go such a, through such a process. So mm. it's great role modelling. Like Emerson actually brought along a little friend um, to come and watch me compete too. And I think if we, if we look after ourselves, we the goals that we're setting, we're being, we're being healthy, um, within ourselves, we're showing them healthy habits yep. uh, with the way that we're going and that dedication and commitment um, to goals. I, I think it, it's fantastic role modelling. It's, it's great that we're showing um, good, yeah, as I said, healthy habits, I think. Absolutely, yep. Like Emmy with the posing to uh, another part of being a part of the fit mum. Oh, I know, she was a few check-in photos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was right there in a pose. She got found in these little plastic heels and she was in there posing <laughs> with me. That was great. And, look, <laughs> she can do it. I, don't, I never taught her. She just watched, my, watched me do it. And yep. her back pose, 
hands down the best bows. Hey, there you go. Future competitor. (laughs) Future competitor. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think think it's great. Yep. Great for kids. Absolutely. So obviously, we, you, you know, you looked amazing on stage and you were obviously very lean. Do you recall, because I can't remember off the top of my head, um, what sort of calories you were sitting on as you went into those two shows? Uh, this is a... Yeah, no, I was sitting on uh, just under 1,900. How's that? So yeah, you're looking your best, lots of muscle, and you're on 1,900 calories compared to when you first sort of got into health and fitness and you were on around 1,000 to 1,200 and that's exactly right like, yeah it's, it's amazing like, so we reverse i can't get over the power of that reverse dieting and building up that metabolism yeah and the body now can is just burning that fire and mm. let's just give me more fuel we can we can burn you know 100 percent. but yeah it was it was great and not that you're supposed to listen to all the other competitors and what they're all doing and sitting on of course but I actually kept my mouth shut because I was like, yeah. oh, man, I'm eating a lot more than you were. <laughs> Unfortunately, that is the case. Like there is a lot of competitors that are, end up on, yeah, nothing just due yeah. to, I don't, look, I don't know, I, you know, it could be just poor yeah, it, education it, it, for the coach. It could be just, yeah, they, I don't know. I won't obviously yeah. speculate, but, you know, I think my philosophy has always been to make sure you guys have the healthiest experience possible as well as the great experience, and that's really important. I just pulled up your your diet on my other screen here where you're sitting now, and yeah. you're, you're <laughs> just over 2,900 at the moment. That's a lot of food, isn't it? I feel like a teenage boy. I tell you what, <laughs> I, can, I can polish a foot-long subway now and, I will be ready for that next meal within two hours. There you so, go. Yeah. Isn't it amazing? Isn't it amazing? It's amazing. Yeah. Oh my God. Between Ryan and I, I'm at the shops almost three days a week. Just <laughs> 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 oh. And, and look, in all honesty, like you're not the biggest of people, but because you're training so well and so effectively and obviously have spent the time, you know, we're talking mm. years here, getting to this mm. point, you know, you're just a food machine (laughs) i am that's exactly right and i just love being able to um inspire others like to go on these fitness and health journeys and tell them look if you what you can do for your body and nourish it to to eat healthily and how it responds to your body like i feel like i'm glowing inside and out some days and people are like what are you doing like i want to be on this there you go you wouldn't believe the food that I'm eating. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think right up until last week I was eating more than Ryan. I think he's just taken over me now. He might so. have actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And how, how do you find training in the gym at the moment with that much fuel? Oh, it's a daily PB. It's, oh, man. It, headphones are on, pushing hard, and it's just like, Wow, I can I can lift more. Let's throw some more weight on. There you go. Yeah, huge. It's just strength. So much strength. On I am just buzzing with it. It's like, what else can we do? Like, let's just keep going. So how yeah. good. Well, that's yeah. the, the the point, isn't it? Now that you've you've competed and some people don't want to do it again, but you're very keen to uh, to have another crack at it. And um so the objective now is obviously to develop your physique, to improve it from what it was, to mm. be a better version in 
12, 18 months' time, whenever that uh, that time comes around again. So we're we're certainly putting uh, putting the right foot forward in regards to that, aren't we? That's right, and it's just trusting the process. So you know, like with this, because we're going back into the next build phase with next next competition, and yep. poor Ryan, I think he's still he's probably copping a bit more whinging now than he even did during prep because. Because we are, you know, things, my clothes are getting a little bit tighter again and everything. Yep. And I was like, just trust the process. And I'm sure you are too, telling me, like, nah, it's just got to keep going. You can't stop. So, yep. yeah. Well, that's keep it. Going. <laughs> <laughs> that's we'll look it. back and we'll be like, look at that glute. We are going to keep growing. So, <laughs> 100%. Yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Oh, how good. So based on your entire health and fitness experience from way back when to now, like what's your advice to someone who, um, you know, in in regards to taking the right path and taking a path that's going to be healthy for them, not necessarily the old stigma of lots of exercise and no food. Can you you provide some sort of insight? Like, you you know, as you said, you're a mum, you're a wife, you're busy, but you still find time for the gym. You still look after yourself yeah. as well. Yeah. So I think it's having those smart goals uh, in place. Yep. And celebrating every step along the way is a big one. So you don't fall off the bandwagon. Like if you're taking those extreme approaches, it's not going to be sustainable. You can't keep it up. So yep. you just take make the slow changes over a period of time. So it's a lifestyle lifestyle change. It's not a diet. That's right. We, and we can't stay in calorie deficit and be twenty four seven shredded. Like that's just not the way that we're built, and mm. it's not good for us to be doing that. So using those extra calories to you know hit those strength goals in the gym. Um, if you want to build the shape and build that muscle, you've got to eat. And you've but eating strategically. So that's where like engaging with a professional like yourself mm. is really important because so the way you're doing it right and you're being educated along the way because uh, education is power. Like, oh, I've been is. on multiple all the different versions of myself and I'm definitely the best version I've been to date. How good. And, yeah, exactly. So to, to help others along with their journey, so having the right influences around them too, so that they don't pull off the bandwagon and they're with great support communities like the one that you've got um, where we can all have a chat and keep each other motivated. Um, And then you don't, I don't want to say it, like don't need the cardio. You've said it. I do say it. Yep, exactly. You don't need the cardio. Get in the weights room. Push yourself. Yeah. Do it. it. It's amazing how great you feel. Like I'm in the best wife, mother, daughter, sister that I have ever been because I'm mentally and physically fit. I get my hour of power in every day. Yep. Most days, and yep. this makes such a difference. So that's a good point you raise. Like the, the 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 healthier and fitter you have become, the rest of your life is now um, reaping the rewards of that. Would you say? So, like you said, you're a better mother. You're a better uh, wife. Because you're present, you're energetic, you know, you're getting quality sleep, um, you know, obviously your diet is on point. So, you know, all these things, life is just good. It is. And, like, and my hormones are balanced, which is another big one now Yep. Um, compared to what they have been. And, look, I'm going to say it, I feel the sexiest I've been 
ever. I just Unreal. rock on it. Like, life-changing stuff that we're, yeah. we're doing. And I, um, it's just it's liberating. There you yeah. go. Liberating. That. I like that. That's awesome. Yeah. So how do you feel? Because um, obviously I know at the moment you're obviously eating a lot of food and you are sli- slowly but surely getting a little bit bigger. And when we say bigger, you know, you, your body is changing with the food. Do you still feel... Thicker. Sorry, thicker. Okay, <laughs> let's use that. <laughs> thicker and leaner. They're the two extremes. Yeah. <laughs> so do you feel comfortable now more so than you did back then by putting on a bit of weight and being the healthier version of you? Even absolutely. though you, you, you are still, the scale weight is technically still going up? Yeah, no, absolutely. Because yep. um, I'm, I'm mentally strong. I uh, am, I'm physically strong. So it's, I think uh, it all goes hand in hand. Again, having those influences and the right people around you and that just, I don't know, to wake up and look forward to every day and, and what we're going to do and just, being the best mother and showing my girls like this this quality of life that we can have if yep. we choose to path. So um, I think, yeah, it's, it's all part of the journey. It Get is. on the journey. It yeah. is, absolutely. And you got an – I'm going to do this without notice, but you you got another journey coming up that's pretty exciting, haven't you? We do, we do. Yeah. I thought you might bring this up <laughs> on Facebook last night because I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, so that was a whirlwind. We weren't expecting uh, such a life-changing move um, yep. right now, but it's here. We're embracing it. Yep. And uh, yeah, Ryan's doing fantastic things in his career. It, it's a family. It's a family move to California. Yep. It's coming up. Um, we're a team, so it's. Uh, yeah, I, that's how Ron and I like to, to embrace everything. Like we're, we're a strong team. So Great philosophy to have, yeah. We can do everything and anything and to take the girls on another um, journey and adventure is, is just amazing and we're so grateful that we can give them such an opportunity. Oh, culturally um, it would just be awesome for them. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, Em's going back to her homeland. Like she's a little US citizen anyway, so <laughs> she's... <laughs> It's amazing. She she's buzzing because she feels extra special at the moment. There you go. Um, she could just walk yeah. straight through customs. You guys all have to get stamped and checked and yeah. Well, she's in the family, so we can come down her path too. Oh, hey, look out! There we go. Advantages. Yeah. <laughs> no long lines for us. Hey. hey. But hey, look, what comes with moving to America is uh is uh, some different bodybuilding competitions, doesn't it? 100% it does. That's when you first told me. I, I actually got really excited because if you do compete over there, obviously you'll be my first overseas competitor. But in America, there's an abundance of opportunity to compete. There's so many federations. It's a really popular sport. So, yeah, you're going to have your, your pick of the litter. It's it's really exciting. I better start researching because I haven't got a clue yet. <laughs> That's all right. You've got time. It's okay. Plenty of time. But yeah, yeah plenty of time. Fun. Yeah, 100%. I might have to uh, look at flights, see if I can sneak over for a few days to uh, to get, be backstage support. Oh, I'd love that. That would be yeah. awesome. Go to Vegas. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> that could be dangerous. <laughs> as long as yeah, we plan to have the fun afterwards. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, how good. How good. So... Um, 
Your Instagram, Nat Fit Mum, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, anyone, Natalie Fit Mum, yep. Natalie underscore Fit Mum. So if anyone's listening that would like to follow along Nat's journey um, or have a look back at some of her um, bodybuilding pictures and stuff because it's pretty cool ones up there. A lot, a lot of um, ones with uh, gold medallions around her neck and everything. They're pretty cool. Yep. Yeah, so yep. jump on board there. So final question, Nat, and uh, once again, I appreciate you giving up your time today while the, the girls are sleeping. Um, who would you invite over to dinner? So obviously I ask everyone this. Um, it can be male, female, alive, dead, fictional, non-fictional. Who would you love to sit down with and uh, and have a meal with and just obviously pick their brain or have a good conversation? Yeah, no, absolutely. So, yeah, I had to have a think of this because I knew this question was coming. Yep. But I'm going to say um, Rhonda Byrne. She is the author of the book The Secret. Have you heard oh, of it? Yeah, okay. Now that's yeah. different. And why is that? Yeah. Well, she, that book has been a big part of my life for a number of years. Okay. And I refer to it a fair bit. Um, and, look, it uses the law of attraction. So it mm-hmm. has to attract things in, we lie, in, in our lives via our thoughts and images to, for the things that we want. So okay. it's that ask, believe, receive. And it's my motto. I'll say it. Look, it's, it's always been there, but it's how we activate it in our minds that um, for good rather than bad. Yep. And just I, walk in, I drive into car parks and I say to the girls, let's picture the car park. 99.9% of the time we get the car park. So, there you go. Yeah, um, bit of manifesting. I just love to love to meet her and pick her brain and, like, how she come about writing these books. Like, And there's a few of the books she's done. I've only read The Secret and one other. I know there's, like, five of them now and she's just okay. brought out another. Yep. But yeah, just to pick her brain on how she come about writing these books and, um, oh, best philosophy, if if you just got that positive mindset, it can take you places. So. There you go. Great point to finish on. That is fantastic. Awesome. Well, thank no you, worries, Nat. Paul. I really appreciate that. That was good. No, that was really good. Good insight. It's always good to get a female perspective, someone who's walked the walk and, and done it. And, um, you know, obviously you've lived and breathed the, the, the old school mentality of how health and fitness used to be, and now you're embracing yeah. – the new way, the more the more healthier alternative current way that it is today, and and you're a walking example of what that can actually provide in terms of not only physique, health, fitness, but just lifestyle in general. And uh, and you're, you're living proof of it. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. No, thanks very much, Paul, and thanks for having me on today. I feel like it's an absolute privilege to be on your podcast. Oh, no, it's not a problem. Uh, what are we up to? Episode 83, I think it is. So, uh, yeah, it should have been sooner. I didn't even think of it. And this is a problem because you live so far away. <laughs> That's all it is. That's okay. I'm glad. It's actually it's good timing. Um, I'm ready for it. So, um, Absolutely. Yeah, no, thanks, thanks again for having me on. No worries at all. I'd like to thank Nat once again for giving up her time on the podcast today. Um, it was a very great insight and I hope people have really enjoyed her uh, her story and her transition into a very uh, successful and competitive natural bodybuilder. Uh, so if you've enjoyed this podcast, please screenshot it and share it on your stories. Tag myself at Paul's Body Engineering. Tag Nat as well at Natalie Fit Mum. Um, and if you're interested in any of my coaching services, please jump on my website, paulsbodyengineering.com. But as I say to every client every single day, Have a great day.